Hi, and welcome to the Kaplan Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me today, dancer extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Dancer Captain, runner-up. Acting Battalion Chief Nick Fournier. Hi. Good morning. Well, how are you, Chief? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How's Jen? She's doing very good. They were super busy in the coffee shop this morning, but they were handling it. Awesome. And I would point, but I'm not supposed to move my hands, according to our producer, Kathy, uh, to your coffee cup. Mm-hmm. Right? Good place mm. to grab a cup of coffee. That is good coffee. Yep. A human being serves really good coffee. Absolutely. And service do. is top notch. I would expect nothing less. Well, good. All right. <laughs> um, so, Nick, you wanted to come in and talk to us. Uh, and this was actually your idea, which is different for us. Right, Kathy? Typically, mm. people run. So They run from you. Right. They like me. Okay. So, I'm... Um, <laughs> One of the things that I need to work on is putting ideas in people's heads without saying, hey, I'll do this. But one of the things I reached out to Kathy and I said, hey, um, do you need any topics or ideas or anything like that? Because I have an idea, which is the worst thing I could say. Well, I think it's perfect. Okay. So let's let's talk about your idea because this is actually a very important program that Yavapai Regional Medical Center put together, Mm -hmm. partners with us. It's a great relationship between the two entities. So and it's and it's actually um, with with the fire service. There's a lot of things that you don't know. Uh, like you don't know until you teach somebody about it, that type of thing. You're like, wow, there's, there's all these things I know. We came across recently, we ran a call and somebody had this thing called a file of life, but it wasn't filled out, which is, it's a great first step, but you need to fill it out for it to actually work. Okay. Um, and this is file of life is a nonprofit thing established back in 1995. And they, they saw a need for how do we, how do we help people out when they need it the most? What is the best way that we can relay, um, important medical and personal information to first responders, if that person or their family family can't answer those. So YRMC um, provides these for us so that we can leave them at patients or potential patients' houses so that if for some reason, if you you needed 911 services and your lovely wife wasn't able to answer all the questions, she could pull out this thing called a file of life, which is basically just a sheet that's got all the information, okay. the pertinent information, name, date of birth, allergies to medications, current medications you're on, medical history, and even other emergency contact information. Uh, the- it's a great thing, and I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to do what Kathy tells me not to do and move your hands. Move my hands. Yeah. But it goes in this uh, nice little package uh, for those watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They can see it. And then on the back is a magnet, so Correct. you can put it right to your refrigerator door mm-hmm. and make it easy for us to find. Correct. And the other the other aspects in it is that there's a little sticker, the file of life okay. sticker on here that you could put on the refrigerator or where you, wherever you have this located so that we know to look for it. So this is um, – it is in national – program but okay. here locally specifically we are we are very used to the file of life and everything that can help in fact when we show up on a scene one of our people who is collecting all the information kind of knows to scan and look around and see if this okay. thing is there and even if you are able to answer all the information for your loved one we still like to confirm some of the things that are in here like i said we ran a call where we had this and it was we we needed the information but they hadn't filled it out just yet so okay. one of the things is getting it is the first first step second step is filling it out and making sure that everything's up to date we we would recommend when you fill these out, fill them out in pencil because some of this stuff changes. People will change their medications. Right. Absolutely. If for some reason this thing gets filled out and you need a new one, you can either contact YRMC. Um, if you run into us, we carry them on all of our engines. They're in our little trauma boxes or okay. actually our new red trauma bags. They're inside of there. Um, and for the people who work here or are watching this, 
If you need them, you can contact the office and the office will get them for you. And so then we, we have them. Correct. We have a chain of kind of like a chain of uh, restocking okay. that we use. So um, this is a great information uh, holder. And there's also one that fits inside your wallet as well. Oh, so nice. if you are somebody who has extensive medical history, um, it is good to have these because when you are having a terrible day, it's hard to answer all those finite questions right. about what's that name of the medication. And they don't make them easy to say. Right. So a lot of times you can say, I've, I've got it written down, but I don't know how to say it. Right. So. Well, and the, the medications are kept in multiple different places, mm -hmm. uh, depending on the person. They're not always in the same room, in the same cabinet. Mm -hmm. And so, and a lot of times we, we go on calls. I know as a medic, I'd go on a call and the medications they tell me they're on, by the time they get to the hospital, there's a whole different set of medications. And then the hospital's looking at me going, well, why didn't you tell us about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. Yeah, that the information changes in route or changes when they get to the hospital. It kind of makes us look silly. But um, having this stuff really helps that information gathering for us right on scene. Right. So, Nick, do you know um, we have a lot of assisted living facilities that are mm -hmm. being uh, built, some completed now. Uh, is this something that that facility could go to YRMC and ask for it for their residents? I, I believe so. I'd have to okay. do a little bit more homework on that. Um, there are a lot of facilities that have face sheets or have that information already prepared. And so the file of life isn't the only answer. Um, but it's one of those, if you are not medically savvy, it is the easiest one for you to fill out. Right. Most of those facilities will have information that they can provide us, but these are super helpful as well. So having almost two layers, if somebody else isn't there, or a lot of times residents of those facilities will call us, but they don't want to call anybody okay. else or alarm anybody else. Right. And so we can get that information without alerting tons of other people. But contacting YRMC would probably be the easiest way to go right to the source. Okay. Or those facilities themselves can go directly to file a life. I think it's .com. Um, they can look it up and they can actually purchase a whole bunch of those. They're very inexpensive, like 60 cents. Oh, wow. So-, so Nick, I'm going to show you how you do this. Okay. okay. I have an idea. Oh, no. Kathy, here's what we should do. You working with Nick, mm -hmm. we get boxes of these file of life, and then we contact the assisted living facilities, and we go into them and give a presentation on the fire department, uh, talk about the file of life, leave them with something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and just visit with folks. I think it's a great educational opportunity. Yeah, that sounds good. I think that's a great idea too. And I think I'm going to practice delegation because I think that was one of the things that I was missing right. on the battalion chief test was delegation. So I'll do my best to delegate so that I improve. Right. You see how that was done? Yeah. I have an idea. Mm -hmm. Here's how it impacts you. <laughs> this is a really hot potato that we're passing around. Right. So I like it. Um, anything else you'd like to share about the, the file of life or... There, yeah, there is one other, when it comes to okay. preparedness, another question that we get from a lot of our residents is what if I can't get to the door and the door's locked? How right. would you guys get inside? <clears throat> Ideally, we don't want to, we don't want to cause any damage to your house. So the best thing that right. they can do is have a hide a key or leave a key in a place or even have a legitimate official, um, lock box okay. and the company, the Knox system or the Knox company makes those that you can actually right. mount on the house. We have a Knox key that is secured in our engine that we can do that. Um, but that information it can be relayed to our dispatch so that when we get the call, it shows up on our MDT and it can give us the lockbox or the hide a key location. Okay. So if um, residents are interested in letting our dispatch know where that is, they can contact us or contact the front office and we can relay that to dispatch who can put that in the notes. So anytime somebody goes on a call at that address or to that phone number, 
they know where those keys are. Well, and just for the the public's knowledge, an, an MDT is a mobile data terminal. It's a, a computer in the engine. Mm-hmm. So dispatch does not say over the air. Correct. Hey, engine 50, <laughs> you're going to such and such address and mm-hmm. the key is hidden under the bush mm-hmm. right next to the little garden gnome. Correct. That's all, that's all securely transmitted right. in, in on the computer and not over the air. Right. And a lot of times, if there is something that dispatch needs to tell us over the air, they'll call us and we'll landline them or right. talk, call them on our cell phone. And it, sometimes if there's something in the notes section, they will call and say, Engine 50, be advised, please check the notes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that way you know. So it's very secure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went the other day to a neighborhood in Prescott when we're talking about general safety and, and responding to calls. And it was just a little after six in the morning. So it was very dark outside still. And this is a new master plan community. I was going to pick up our HR manager to go to a seminar. And I noticed when I pulled in that mo- almost every house, The lights, the exterior lights were off. Mm -hmm. The challenge with that was I couldn't see any of the addresses. So if an engine was responding to an emergency medical call or another type of call in that area, if you pull into that neighborhood and all the lights are off, we can't see the address, Mm -hmm. which creates an additional challenge when responding. So something to think about in your neighborhood, if, if you don't want all the exterior lights on, You know, it's a dark sky community. There's dark sky lights already on the homes. But if you don't want those on, at least find something that you can shine on the address Mm -hmm. so that we're able to find it. Yeah, absolutely. And a majority of the newer houses that are being built, they design those houses to have some kind of light, whether it's your normal sconces, which is a new fancy word I just learned, Um, whether it's those fancy sconces that actually will shine directly on your address. But that is very helpful as well. Absolutely. Because they work great only if they're on. When it's dark outside. Kind of like the file of life works great if you fill it out. If you haven't. Full well, circle. Nick, thank you so much for your uh, assistance and your yeah. idea today. Kathy, we have a uh, firefighter closing this week, right? We do. February 8th, 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So we're still looking for applicants. Mm-hmm. If anyone yes. is interested, would like to work with Nick. I mean, how how could you not? How could you not? Look at him. He's... <laughs> I asked him what the weather was going to be this week, and he said, sunshine. I'm like, I think it's going to rain. He goes, it's always sunshining the way I look at it. So, I mean, that's a very positive outlook, and that's the person you are. It is indeed. It makes makes everything a little bit easier. So. Absolutely. That's one of the things we love about you. Huh. The, one of the things. One of the things. <laughs> one of many, that, and uh, he was a good sport and did Dancing with the Stars. I did. Thank you for that. Thank you for uh, helping out the Boys and Girls Club. Um my, it was my pleasure. It really was. And I would recommend if anybody's interested in it, you can volunteer for it or you can be voluntold. So. Right. And Nick, unfortunately, was not unfortunately, was more voluntold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just deflecting, you know, mm-hmm. because Assistant Chief Barnes, ballroom dancer. Really? I yes. didn't know that about him. So he has skills, mad skills. And those would be great. And because, I'm broken, so I can't do it. Well, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to run out of surgeries, Chief, and you're going to have to do it. Oh, no. There's a lot more stuff. Okay. A lot more parts. (laughs) So, all right. Well, Nick, thank you so much. Kathy, Mm -hmm. thank you again for putting this together and uh, reminding us about the firefighter applications due this week. This week, February 8th. February 8th by 5 o'clock. Get your application in today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. 